Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Well, Melanie, you know this more than anyone uh, today. Of course, uh, partying is a big part of Christmas. Yes. And going to parties, socializing. <laughs> a lot of times that involves food and, and hosting. Yes. And uh, the, one of the biggest challenges when you're hosting is you want to enjoy your friends and family that come over. You don't want to be in the kitchen all night long. Oh, trying my goodness. To prepare the exactly. Food uh, so joining us on the line to save the day for your holiday planning. Get rid of some of the stress. Get rid of some of the stress. Uh, we're going to put it on our healthy Italian, Fina Scropo, author of the Healthy Italian Cookbook. Uh, Fina, what are the essentials you need for holiday hosting? Because you, you kind of want those those dishes out there. You want some appetizers. You want the food to be to be going, but you don't want to be bogged down. No, we want to make it easy. We want to make it fun. We want to make it appetizing. Um, so I have my five must-have appetizer plates for any holiday party. It's, I, I'm leaning on my Sicilian heritage, um, but these flavors and these ingredients will wow anybody who's got an open palate. Um, and so the first one is something, you know, these are all very simple, but this is particularly simple. It's taking the typical tomato garlic parmesan bruschetta mm-hmm. and is getting a redo. And it's, it's a fig bruschetta. So oh. what happens is you, right? I know, just the, just the sound of it. Honestly, I can smell it already. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you take figs. You can take dry figs, but, you know, you've got fresh figs in the, in the supermarkets right now. Bake them slowly with some thyme, some honey. And then you're topping them on, on a goat cheese layer that goes on a crusty crostini. So, like, the flavors, you know, you got the oozing of and the, the sweetness and a bit of that savory all coming together. Um, and I oh. love it for this time of season. Well, that's um, just you know, I always forget about the fig. The fig is easily <laughs> just, you know, misplaced in my grocery <laughs> cart. But when I do eat it, I always mm. think, oh, I got to make sure that I, uh, because it is a delicious and very healthy way to bring a little bit of uh, sweet into the savory. A hundred percent. You want to make it a little bit more sort of, you know, do it up. You can add some walnuts to it. You can oh, do yeah. all kinds of fancy things to it. Um, so I definitely love that one. My second one is called caponata and it takes dips to a whole new level. It's a Sicilian eggplant dip. It simmers with, here's what the ingredients are. You got eggplants, onions, garlic, celery, tomatoes, olives, capers, fresh herbs, and they come together in this sweet, savory sauce because there is a little bit of sweetness added to this sauce. It sounds like a lot of ingredients, but the nice thing is they all go into one pot. Mm. They can simmer while you're doing something else. You can make this, actually making it the night before, kicks it up even more. Mm. Huh. It's, it serves a big crowd. It serves as an appetizer, a small plate, a side, however you want to do it. And these are all ingredients that are easy to find. So you make it, you put it in the fridge, you know, you can do it the day, two days before, you can even freeze it, and you've got something that serves up really nicely and really deliciously. And when you this is kind it, of like a dip, yeah. what are you serving it with? Is it, you know, vegetables still? Are you looking at, at uh, is there anything specific that you put on the side? Yeah, so, you know, a crostini always works, yes. of course. Mm. Crackers are great. A vegetable is wonderful because, you know, you've got, you're going to have a bit of a crunch with this. So like I'm thinking red peppers, I'm thinking even cucumbers, lots of different options for you there. Mm. Yeah. And that, and that also gives, you know, options for those who, well, you know, don't want to have gluten. They can just go to the vegetables and dip them, that kind of thing. hundred percent. We're always thinking about people who have different restrictions. So uh, definitely you want to be mindful of, of having vegetarian plates. And if you want to kick it up, again, this one can get kicked up a little bit more. We can add some shredded cheese on it. 
maybe even some pine nuts, and really, yeah, really do up the presentation of it. All right, that's number two. Number three. John, this one's for you because you're a fish lover. (laughs) 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 We're going to replace that boring shrimp ring with something that's easy and intriguing without breaking the bank. Because when we think about seafood, we think, oh, my gosh, that's expensive. And so um, these are are sardines roulades. Um, relate, excuse me. They they are um, in Italian. They're called sarde e becafico, and so sarde don't let that. <laughs> I that. love it. I love the trill. Um, so here's how to make them. Really easy. We take sardines that are already um, available to us in cans. So they're already cooked. They're already deboned. And what we're going to do is we're going to stuff them with breadcrumbs, pine nuts, currants, garlic, and parsley. We're going to drizzle a bit of olive oil, maybe even a bit of, of uh, lemon juice, and we're going to bake them in the oven. And then you've got like this lineup on your board of beautiful um, fish that are just so different and so delicious. And they're like a, a party in a mouth. Um, they really are. And and they're they're a talking piece too because people are going to say, well, "I've never had this oh, before." Oh, that's exactly. Yeah. It. I'm thinking I need someone else to make this so that I can come to their house and try it. I, and I then think you got to put little Santa hats on the sardine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All uh, right. Number... So I'm going to put a Santa hat right over his. <laughs> uh, number... uh, anyway. Yeah, you you had me at sardine. I was out. Number four. <laughs> okay, um, you know, talking about health, talking about some balance in your plates. Um, this is a fennel and orange salad and why i love this is because it's not only a blend of refreshing taste but it acts as a centerpiece for your table it's actually beautiful looking because i make this in layers not in a traditional salad bowl so you can kind of see all the layers Mm. they're kind of laid out um in the center of your table is beautiful and it's perfect timing because it's citrus season so you can Mm. bring slices of multicolored oranges in the into the mix your caracara your navel your blood oranges you've already got a nice palette of oranges and and deep yellows and and red tones and then you're going to take slices or shavings of, of fennel and you're going to sort of just, you know, scatter them over the oranges. And you're going to lay those, actually, you're going to start with a, a, a layer or a bed of peppery or arugula, um, oranges, fennel, and then you're going to sprinkle with pomegranates. And then you're going to finish it with a nice drizzle of citrus dressing. And wow, it looks beautiful. It tastes amazing. It's got some really great flavors. It's a, it's again, it's a, it's a beautiful punch to the to the palate. So um, that's another one. A little bit of prep to that. Can you do that the, the night before? Put it in the fridge. You can absolutely prepare your oranges and your fennel the night before, and then when you're just about to serve, you put that that um, you scatter that uh, arugula on a plate, and then you put everything else on top. All right. So the, the the arugula might get a little soggy the night before. Right. So the yeah the, the you know a few minutes beforehand you get the arugula out. Number and five. My last one. I love a brie. <laughs> Me too. So we're gonna bake the brie in a blanket. What does that mean? Um, that means we're gonna dress up the brie before we cover it all up and we bake it in the oven. So here's what we do: we caramelize some onions. Once those onions are done, we're topping it onto the brie with a little drizzle of hot mustard, and then we're wrapping it in a puff pastry. We're going to brush the puff pastry with some egg. We're going to bake it until we've got that beautiful golden color on the outside. And then we're going to, once before, just before we cut it up, we're going to have this little bowl served up to the, on the side with either fig jam or a cranberry mm-hmm. orange sauce. 
And it just, I mean, you mm. cut that thing. And honestly, it's not going to last. It's going to go. <laughs> wow. wow. You weren't hungry before you, <laughs> you are now. now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic ideas for the holiday season. We've been speaking with Fina Scropa, the healthy Italian. Fina, you've got a great website. You do uh, webinars. You do newsletters. How do folks uh, keep in touch with you? Yeah, people can check it out at thehealthyitalian.ca on my website. Lots of um, uh, connections to my social media, like my Instagram at The Healthy Italian. And uh, yeah, I look forward to your feedback. Fina Scropo, The Healthy Italian, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you and happy holidays to everybody. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.